This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And it takes the knee of the New York Giants on the Super Bowl 42 champion. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots. 17-14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Salakata back on the fan. So the perfect, we got Taylor Mathis here coming up in a second, but I just want to go over the rules real quick because Marco was asking about. For the perfect parlay segment coming up at 340, you can use over-unders. What do you think of that, Fleeks? For this week, right? We I can think use- we have to because we need something to get to three or four legs. Right. I don't care because I'm probably just going to stick to two. I don't do the over-unders. I don't mess with that stuff. And then we add in the fact of, and it's just a two-team parlay of the, just the winners? Not the spread? Um, I don't or know do if that take applies. Out the money line part? I think I think that should we only did the apply. the money line separate last week. Right. But right. I think, don't you think that should only apply for um, wild card weekend and divisional round? Or No. You guys can think about that and figure it out. But I, I think that we need to do um, – you can open it up to over-unders at least so you could get a four-teamer if you wanted to get a four-team. Okay. If you want to add the money line Parlay as well, we could do that, but it's only two teams. So, like, what's – you know. It's just an extra 10 points that's sitting out there. Yeah. But, no, I, I mean, I, that's, that's up to you. Like, hey, I, whatever. Fair enough. All right, we'll figure that out uh, in a little bit. That's coming up at 340. Right now, the hottest picks in the game as we welcome in Taylor Mathis. She's been joining us all year long at TMath Sports. On Twitter and Instagram, Taylor, you had a pretty good week last weekend. I sure did. I think I went ten and four overall, so I'm very happy with that. And the pizza parlay became a thing. I was getting texts oh, and tweets about the pizza. I, I know it didn't hit, but still, it didn't. It didn't. But it was fifty fifty, and I knew. I already said the shots on that were very long. That's the whole point of the pizza parlay. You put a dollar on it, it could pay for a pizza. Uh, That's the way I looked at it. I knew it was a long shot, but it was worth giving it out. Yeah, but they're fun. And I'll tell you, I hit the actual pizza parlay where I had a margarita slice, a grandma slice, a buffalo chicken slice. So the perfect parlay went down nicely for me, or the pizza parlay went down nicely for me on Sunday. But I took a bath. I mean, the Bills killed me. Your Cowboys, Taylor. What was going on with your Cowboys? Oh, don't get me started on the Cowboys. Dak Prescott. That's all I have to say. Dak Prescott. Did you bet it? He didn't. If he, well, I did bet the Cowboys money line. I was on the Bengals, big time on the Bengals. So that did not bother me at all. The Bills losing. I, I saw that one coming. Cowboys, I really thought we had a shot, but Dak just can't seem to work it out in these clutch moments. If he wouldn't have turned the ball over twice, 
and George Kittle wouldn't have made that amazing catch, I think we would be talking about Eagles Cowboys this week, but we're not. So I just have to, I got to leave it in the past at this point. And well, I figure you made some money at least with the Dak over in interceptions, no? I sure did. And you know what? <laughs> Brock Purdy was my other play under 229 and a half passing. He hit under that as well. So. Although they did win the game, Purdy still wasn't that great against Dallas. And you cleaned up on the Kelsey props, which, my goodness, that that was basically over early on in that game because yeah. all they were doing was feeding Kelsey. They were. I know. That fed in very well to the game plan that I was expecting. Was not expecting the Mahomes injury. That's making that line in this week crazy with Chiefs, Bengals. It's just all over the place, back and forth, every day, so... Who knows where that one's going to go. All right, Taylor, let's get into it this weekend. We got Championship Sunday. It doesn't really get much bigger than this. I love the action where we have many games in wildcard round and division round, but this is it. Four best teams left standing here. Let's start in Philadelphia. The Eagles coming off a dominant performance against the Giants. Niners handling your Cowboys. What are we looking at here in Philadelphia at 3.30 or 3 o'clock on Sunday? All right, yeah. Well, San Francisco is playing in the conference championship game with a rookie quarterback. That's only been done four other times in NFL history. Rookies are 0-4, and I just know in my gut that Purdy is going to continue that streak. Like I said, he struggled last week against Dallas. Now Purdy faces an even better Philly defense. They have the third most sacks in a single season in NFL history. I believe 100% fully that the pressure is going to be on. Philly has a top 10 pass offense, top 10 quarterback in Jalen Hurts, who's thrown for nearly 4,000 yards this season, and he still missed multiple games throughout the year. The Eagles also score an average of 29 points a game. I don't think Purdy is going to be able to keep up with that. He just lacks the experience in situations where defenses are this dominant. So I'm laying the two and a half points with Philly. I also, I have a prop in this game I like to Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard over four and a half receptions. To me, this is a no-brainer. Goddard's hit this over 60% of the time through his last 10 games. And with Hurts under center 80% of the time, he's averaging six targets a game. And his physicality, to me, is what is setting him apart from the rest of the other tight ends that are in these playoff games. Of course, you have... Travis Kelsey, the most talented tight end in the league, and then San Francisco's George Kittle. But I feel like the way that Goddard is playing right now, especially what we saw with that stiff arm Mm. last week against the Giants, he's just adding a little extra pop to this Philly offense right now. So I like Goddard for over four and a half receptions too. So you could play that in a same-game parlay or just take the spread or the prop. I I love Goddard or your compliment of Goddard because I do think he gets overlooked. He's over yes. he's he's overlooked and underrated on a team that has you know they could run the football well. They got Brown and Smith. Nobody talks about Goddard, but since he's come back healthy at the end of the season, I mean, and well, obviously before he went out with the injury, but he's an impactful player. He's a weapon for Definitely. Jalen Hurts. Definitely, I think so too. He's you know, like you said, about the third option really through the air for Hertz. But he is somebody who's getting it done in a very silent way to help his team out. And I think Jalen Hurts mentioned that this week also in a press conference 
how much he respects Goddard's game and how much he really brings to the offense. So I think that will continue this week against the 49ers. Is it going to be hard for you? Because you're going to bet this. And by the way, uh, you know, I, I might start following you. Uh, well, I mean, I should have been started following you, obviously, way before that. But now with the games limited here, because usually I don't get into the player props and the same right. game parlays. But now where there's limited games, now it makes it a little bit more fun. But is it going to be mm-hmm. hard for you, Taylor, to root for the hated Eagles? Definitely from a fan standpoint, 100%. It's going to be a little difficult for me. But at the same time, again, I always try to bet with my head, not my heart. Maybe last week with my Cowboys pick, it was a bit of a homer pick. Only one I would say I really took maybe was last week. Most of the time, I was very unbiased about my Cowboys. I'm trying to do the same here. I don't want the Eagles to win, but realistically, what I'm looking at on paper, I think that the Eagles get a time. Sometimes it's hard to tell if you're betting with your heart or not. In your head, you think you aren't, but right. sometimes you could be blind to and you're like, no, no, I think they're going to win this game, but maybe that's the heart getting in the way a little bit, but at least you're aware of it, Taylor. Very I, self-aware, I see. I am. I'm self-aware in the batting. I try to do my best with <laughs> <to> that. <laughs> All right. How about the late game, the 6.30 start? I mean, look, these matchups are just to dream of. Eagles and the Niners, and then, of course, Kansas City and Cincinnati. A lot to look at at this game with these two offenses. Obviously, the question mark with Patrick Mahomes is to how effective he could be off that bad ankle. What do you see in this game, Taylor? Well, like I already said, I feel like this game is going to be very confusing at this point. And I just feel like the market and the NFL, they've just been disrespecting Cincinnati in my eyes all season long. I mean, you look at this game – the Chiefs open even with Mahomes' injury as one-point favorites. Then the Bengals are one-and-a-half-point favorites with 75% of the money coming in on Cincy. Then it was at a pick Now when I just checked before we got on, now the Chiefs are the favorite again. So it's just all over the place. The line is a mess, and that obviously has to do with Patrick Mahomes being questionable to play. I mean, I think ultimately, of course, he's going to play. But I was all over the Bengals money line before the diagnosis of Mahomes or Cincy spread, whichever one was going to give me the better value right now. It's Bengals money line. It's at plus one Oh five. So I'm going to stick with that. I'm sticking with the Bengals to outright beat the chiefs. Just feel like Joe Burrow in the Bengals. I mean, they've won three straight against Kansas city and each time they've won, it's been by a margin of larger than a point or a point and a half, which is where this game is sitting anyway. I really feel like the biggest issue is Mahomes does his majority of his damage outside the pocket. Before the injury last week, he had six attempts against the Jags outside the pocket. Once the injury occurred, he had zero attempts outside the pocket Hmm. in his passer rating, dropped to 103. That just really makes me like the Bengals even more because even if he does play, it. It just, there's no way it's going to be up to the normal Mahomes caliber. At least in my eyes, that's where I'm seeing it. I like the Bengals on the money line. I'm also taking, which this is crazy to me, that this is also still in plus money right now on Superbook, plus 102. Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown. I mean, he's had three straight. He said a touchdown in seven out of his last ten. Last season in the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, he had a trip to the end zone. And KC ranks bottom half in the league for pass defense and gives up an average of 150 yards to opposing wide receivers a game. So I like the Jamar Chase anytime touchdown. I like Bengals money line. Both of those are in plus money. 
I think that the Bengals are unstoppable right now. If Mahomes were 100% healthy, and for the record, you know, as I'm watching the Bengals just dismantle the Bills and basically not be able to be slowed down at all from the start of that game, snow, whatever, didn't matter. They they ran it right down their throat. They moved the football all day long. I mean, you could, the Bills couldn't mm-hmm. stop them at all. And I think a lot of people, Taylor, were coming away with that same feeling, like, oh, my God, this team is going to win the Super Bowl here. But right. is your bet this week or your pick this week, how how much of it is impacted by the health of Mahomes? Uh, I would say almost 0%. Right. I've been on the Bengals, I think, way before that even happens. I feel like they're just very underlooked as a team. Everybody always expects the dark horse underdog mentality from Cincinnati. And I feel like we need to get out of that mindset that the Bengals aren't good because they are. So I, I, feel like they just don't get the respect that they deserve right now. So I was on the Bengals before Mahomes' injury and after. So I'm not changing my mind. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, you got to stick with it. You're exactly right. And we talked about this early in the year where they went through adversity. I think you're right. The perception was, well, they were lucky to get there last year. Now they're going to have a step back, and especially with the slow start. And then they righted the ship and became one of the top teams, and people still weren't respecting them. You saw that in the lines, whatever it was. You saw it in the picks. And then here we are, and they dismantle Buffalo. They right now are you know looking like a team that can't be stopped. Did you place a future wager on them to win it all, or is now a good time to do it, even if you if maybe missed the boat a little bit earlier? I think still do it now if you haven't. I will fully admit I was buying into that little bit of a Super Bowl hangover at the beginning of the season for the Bengals. I quickly started to change my mind, but I wish I would have put money on them outright at the beginning preseason back then because they've really proved everybody wrong. Yes, they got out to a slow start, but, hey, they turned it around. And, I mean, they're in the same position they were last year. Nobody expected it yet again. Is there a Super Bowl matchup you want to see? Forget about the picks. Just from a fan standpoint, uh, entertainment standpoint, is there a particular matchup you want to see? Ugh. I guess I would say, ugh, I can't even believe I'm saying this. If I had to look at who the better team is in the NFC that's more entertaining to watch, to me right now would be the Eagles. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> uh, but in the AFC, I'm going to go with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. They're more entertaining to me. Everybody in the world has a crush on Joe Burrow right now. Girls, guys, everybody's in love with Joe Burrow. Oh, you're in a borrow too? I, I've been reading this somewhere, I guess, that Joe Burrow is going to steal everybody's girlfriends and things yes. like that. Yeah. He just, like, has an appeal. I don't know what it is to hmm. everybody right now. Everybody just likes Joe Burrow and the Bengals. So, I, I I don't know. I guess I'm feeding into that hype a little bit, too. I have no idea where it's coming from. But I like the Bengals, and I guess I would have to say the Eagles, which pains me. Yeah. Take time to say that. I don't think there's a bad matchup here, but I like the storyline of Andy Reid against his former team. You know, I love that. Or... I like so I would go either Chiefs Eagles matchup or I like Bengals Niners because when I was growing up that was probably the first Super Bowl that I watched years ago and and this time I feel like the Bengals would win it. Um so I don't know maybe just a little nostalgia there. Now you are based in Arizona, right? That's where you live? Yes. Yes. Are you going to the Super Bowl? I well, I'm not I'm not sure to be honest with you right now if I'm going to the physical game. I'm waiting to kind of figure out what I'm doing with uh, Superbook Sports for the week leading up to the Super Bowl, what we're going to do Super Bowl day. 
So I'm kind of waiting to hear about that. Um, I am doing Radio Row, though, with Fantasy Television Network, so that will be really fun. You have, like, interviews and everything scheduled? I got it. Yeah, I'll know a lot of people out there. You got to say hello to some of my friends. Unfortunately, I will not be there. But And then somebody's like, oh, can you get recommendations of spots to hit up? I'm sure it's going to be wild there. You got to be looking forward to this big party coming to your town. I know. It's honestly, though, as being somebody who lives here as a resident, it's the Super Bowl and it's the Waste Management Open. So you have two – you have – the, one of the biggest golf tournaments, you know, in the country happening the same weekend that you also have the Super Bowl here. It's going to be a, a lot of traffic. That's what <laughs> I'm thinking. A lot of traffic and very overwhelming um, for us people who are here on the daily. It's going to be a big change. I only have been to one Super Bowl in my life, and it was Super Bowl 42 in Arizona. Giants and Patriots many years ago. And okay. I do, I do remember that, like I had to leave so early to get to the game. Like going to the game, the Super Bowl. Have you ever been to a Super Bowl, Taylor? No, I have not. I've never been to a Super yeah, Bowl. Not yet. It, the, the best part of it is saying that you went to a Super Bowl. Other than right. that, it's like such a pain in the neck. I'd rather be home and you know having a party and eating food and whatever. But right. but being that it's there, I figured maybe you'd be going. But it's you got to get there so early and get through security. I don't know. It's such a pain in the neck. But Super Bowl Radio Row, all those extra parties, which I'm sure you'll be attending. I'm very jealous, Taylor. You're going to have yourself I'm one excited. hell of a week. Yeah. Yes, I'm very excited. I want to give you guys. I've got. I've got a pizza parlay for us. Yes, right I love it. All I, right. I was like, I got to give you something because I was listening to you guys talking about this perfect parlay coming up. Mm-hmm. Like, God, do we include over under all of that? I was like, well, mine is going to be either based on spreads and money lines, and then a prop play in each game. Okay. So. It comes out to plus ten ninety nine. I'm going Eagles minus two and a half, Bengals money line, Jamar Chase anytime touchdown, and Devonta Adams anytime touchdown as well. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to write I'm trying to write this down because somebody you know people are gonna call or tweet me and ask. Eagles minus two and a half. Eagles minus Bengals money line. Reliant, yes. Jamar Chase anytime touchdown, so okay. that'll obviously be in that Bengals Chiefs game game. And then Devonta Adams Anytime touchdown as well in Eagles 49ers. Uh, Devontae Smith, you're saying? Uh, yes. Yeah. I was thinking, I'm thinking Raiders. Yeah, no, I was confused for a second. I was like, wait, wait a second. Devontae Smith. Devontae okay. Smith. Yeah. yeah. Devontae Smith, anytime touchdown. All right. So Devontae Smith, anytime touchdown. Chase, anytime TD. Bengals money line and the Eagles minus two and a half. The perfect pizza parlay as we combine Correct. our two parlays. I love it, Taylor. Love it. Yeah. Comes out ten ninety nine. So put a dollar on that. I put three dollars on it. Very small. All right. Taylor, I can't thank you enough. This will be the last time that we have you for football season because I'm sure you're gonna be busy. I am going to be off the week leading up to the Super Bowl. We don't have any football next week. I seriously, I cannot thank you enough for your time. You've done a great job. I appreciate it. And I wanna have you back on. Maybe we'll do some baseball futures and over unders. Would Love it. Baseball's my my sport, so I'm all about it. Yeah, just unfortunate you're a Cubs fan. I know. I know. I'm getting ready for spring training, though. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Like, Super Bowl over, spring training start. I'm ready to watch some baseball. She is Taylor Mathis, hottest picks in the game, at TMath Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Taylor, thanks so much. Enjoy Championship Sunday. Enjoy your week of Super Bowl stuff at Radio Row. We'll talk to you soon. 
Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Moving right along on this Friday morning. Started the show talking about Nathaniel Hackett, Aaron Rodgers. Have had some fun getting some info from Brandon Crystal out in Denver on Nathaniel Hackett. Then, of course, the hottest picks in the game with Taylor Mathis. We'll do the perfect parlay coming up in just a little bit. Let's get to some of your calls here. Paulie is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Paulie? Hey. Uh, yeah. So, um, I have two things. Mm-hmm. Um one thing is, I think Brady's the last dropback quarterback to win a Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to happen again. I, don't, I think the, I think uh, the NFL has passed it by. I don't think if you can't run an uh, RP, RPO, you you can't be a successful uh, quarterback. Why? Right? Why do you say that? Well, how's Joe because, Burrow? How many RPOs is he running? He's fast as hell. Joe Burrow. When he needs a first down, he runs for a first down. No, no, no you said for, you said RPO. First of all, Joe Burrow is not running the RPO. Joe, option. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know what it is. You do you know what Joe Burrow runs? It's not that. You watch Joe Burrow the Bengals. Yeah, but you see how many first downs he gets by his feet. No, I don't. He's throwing the football over the place. What are you talking? Joe Burrow is one of the best pocket passers. We're not talking about scrambling here. But but he gets. Three, you're four, you're talking you're talking about two different things. You just said you're, I'm not saying it. You just said that if a quarterback doesn't run the RPO, he can't win a Super Bowl. And I brought up Joe Burrow, and now you're telling me on broken down pass plays, him scrambling is equivalent to what you said about the RPO. Okay, but you you watch Mahomes, right? Yeah, I do. The RPO. No, he doesn't RPO. either. Patrick Mahomes is a pocket passer. Patrick right, Mahomes. But how many first downs does he run for? You, but do you understand there's a difference, Paulie, between a mobile quarterback and a quarterback that runs an RPO? Yes, I was okay. wrong using RPO. Okay, all right, that's fair. That, all right, so now at least we yes. can eliminate that. So you're yes. talking about a quarterback who's mobile, like Brady can't run for three yards. Right. Well, like, Brady's not a mobile and, quarterback, right? And um, Rogers, since his knee operation, he used to run. For a first down, what he got in trouble. He's mobile. He's mobile enough to where yeah. he could run for a first down. Have you seen him run for first down? Lately? Yeah, I mean, he's he's mobile enough to where the, he could do it on a broken down. He's, all right, but he's also forty years old as well. So I mean, his mobility is not going to be what it once was. But he's I'd still, rather draft a guy in the second round instead of giving up three number ones. But yeah, yeah because how's that worked out for the Jets in the last what fifty years? I mean, get out of here with that! You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, you've, you'd rather draft a guy in the second round with the picks. I mean, c- guys, come on now. This is not that hard. There is, you, look, you, a lot of things you can have different opinion on. There's no way any Jet fan anywhere at this particular point can say that they don't want Aaron Rodgers. If you are saying that, you deserve to lose for another 50 years. You don't want Aaron Rodgers, I know, right. You'd rather draft somebody because they've done so well at doing that. You did draft somebody. Sam Darnold, how'd that work? Zach Wilson, how'd that work? 
You're going to turn down Aaron Rodgers because you're going to draft somebody? Guess what? You can draft somebody in two years when Rodgers retires. How many Super Bowls Lamar Jackson been to? You worried about the RPO. What about Daniel Jones? How many Super Bowls they been to? Yeah, it's nice to have a mobile quarterback. Guess what? Quarterbacks got to be able to throw the football as well. And right now, there are very few, if any, who throw it better than Aaron Rodgers. Still at 39. Stewart is calling from Brooklyn. Good morning, Stewart. So, <laughs> drop it down a notch. What? What I, what I do I mean, now? God, Sal, these guys are illiterate. They're not watching football. <laughs> Why are you telling me to drop it down a notch then? Yeah. I feel well, like I've been calm it. lately. I, I've been working out. I'm in much better shape than I've been. This last month has been pretty good. I'm handling the overnight schedule uh, oh, as best no. that I've done. I mean, I feel like I'm calm. What are you telling me to well, drop it down or not? You're not like the beast, which is Brock, which is me. Yeah, I know. You got the beast incarnate. I know. Uh-huh. But let's say this much, Sal. Mm-hmm. You watching You watching the Royal Rumble Saturday night or what? No, oh. I don't I do not do that anymore. Oh, okay. I know I used to watch wrestling like religion back in the 60s with Bruno San Martino. Oh, and yeah. Then I watched the fraudulent 80s and 90s. That was not fraudulent. The, That's the, the golden the, era. Hulkster. Come on. You weren't a Hulkamaniac? I was, a, I was a Hulk Hogan fan until I became a Warrior fan. Oh, you like the Warrior? Come on. Uh-huh. You know why? Hogan all day. No. Warrior all day without entrance music. Oh my god! No, Hogan had the but come on, Real American. That's the best song ever. And who sang it? Uh, I forget. Do you know Jimmy who? Hart. Who? Jimmy Hart. No, that's he not. didn't sing that song. No, that's right. You're not. No, but Jimmy he sang Hart. another one. He sang a couple other ones, but not Very, Hogan. Uh, what, what, what rock group is Jimmy Harden? The Gentries from the 60s. Oh, was he? Yes, he oh, was. Oh, yeah, I think I know that. Now yeah, he was. Keep on dancing. That Rick, Rick rock, Derringer was, was real American. Oh, definitely Rick Derringer. Yeah, exactly. Forget the warrior. What? Forget the warrior. This is the hey, song. Listen, listen, I like Hulk Hogan, but you want to know something? This junior Shut up, Stuart. the WWF. Oh, here he comes, the Hulkster. Look out! Oh, it's down, calm down, man. Come on, scratching down. Come on, come on, you're pumping me up, Stuart. No, stop. Please. I got to get to my point. Okay, good. I want the Bengals and the Niners rematch. Yeah. That's what you want, Bengals and the Niners? A third uh, time? I can't root for the Eagles. No way. Yeah, me uh-huh. neither. No, never Philadelphia. I want the Bengals and the 49ers, and I want the Bengals to win this time. And Joe Burrow does not run for first downs. He's a, he's a pure pocket passer, and he's as accurate as they come. In well, fact, scrambling he's, more is... like, he's more like Brady than anybody else. I, I does play Correct, that. correct. What's that guy, Bill? Was, what was that guy's name, Paul? Paulie. You but know who he's talking about? He was talking about Josh Allen. That's who he was talking about. He got the guys mixed up. Josh Allen's the one who runs. Well, I look, and, and I think that they run Josh Allen too much, and obviously Josh Allen's issue has been throwing interceptions. I mean, it goes uh, a little sloppy. Like, you know who else he's like? Dak. Look, you need to be able to throw the football. Now, yeah. I agree with the scrambles. The bro- I've, I've said this forever. This is going back to Michael Vick. 
broken down pass plays, not the designed runs, although they've no. done a nice job. You know, the Giants do it with Daniel Jones at the RPO, Lamar Jackson, right. whatever. They work, but they also get your quarterback hurt. Your quarterback takes yeah. a beating with that. You can do them. They have to be limited. So the most dangerous a quarterback can be with his legs are on the scrambles, the broken down pass plays where they take mm-hmm. off and hit the marker for the first down. So and as long as you can do that, you're okay. Nobody ran faster than Michael Vick, did he? No, I mean, Vic at the time was the best. I, I think Lamar Jackson is a better runner than Vic was. Vic was a better thrower, although not by much, as he had some issues and accuracy issues. But uh, I think Lamar Jackson's the best running quarterback that I've ever seen. Mm, I, would, I would say, uh, let me think who I could. I mean, about. Lamar Jackson basically is a running, but when he's when he talks to the run, he's a running back. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. But Lamar Jackson gets beat up because he does run too much. Well, that's the point. And that's th- the whole point. And so what do you like this weekend, Stuart? Give me your picks again before I let you go. Cincinnati and San Fran. Oh, that's right. You want the rematch. Thank you, Stuart. That was fun, reliving a little uh, 80s wrestling. Lewis is calling from Somerset, New Jersey. What's up, Lewis? Hey, what's going on, Sal? Good morning, my brother. Good morning, Lewis. How are you this morning? All right, all right. Hey, congratulations on 20 years, man. That's a long time. <laughs> I can't believe I'm that old, for goodness sake. I've Thank been, you. Listen, I've been, I've been with my wife for 18 years, so I know that's a wow. long time. Wow. <laughs> yeah, right. If I think being in the radio business or being at the fan 20 years along, oh, my God. Seven years of marriage, it feels like 17. Yeah. Hey, that guy talking about the RPR, oh, my God. Some, some callers really don't know, don't understand. Like, yeah, if you scramble... You scramble. That's just that's what it is. Like, but it doesn't mean it was, it's a design um, run. All right. So, Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, this is the thing. I, I, I completely agree. You would be stupid not to go after Aaron Rodgers if he's out there and you could get him. Because what's a pick? A pick? You're taking a shot at at a kid that you know you hope that he's gonna make it. Hasn't panned out with him, so you go for it. This is the thing, though. I don't think that they're year one. I would put them in a Super Bowl conversation simply because you're still gonna have Burrow. You're still gonna have. You're still gonna have what you have in the AFC, right? What it, I understand that he, if he's with Hackett, he's with his offensive coordinator, but he has to gel with these, with the, with with this, with this group, right? So it'll probably take him into his second year. Now, I understood what you said about New York, um, you know, that he's a big fish in a big mm-hmm. pond. But it, 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 for, for, it, it doesn't work out for some guys and other, you know, just in sports spirit because New York media is just a different beast than anybody else. Right, I get that, but I think Aaron Rodgers has the proper mentality to handle it. There's no way he would cave he to New York because he doesn't care. He's already established. He's won a Super Bowl. He's won MVPs. He's made a, a, a ton of money. He doesn't care. He's got nothing to lose. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. is, and he, he doesn't care what anybody thinks, not you, me, not anybody. At all. Um, Sal, I want to give you a okay, Um I always listen, and I never did it, but I want to give you – a four-game parlay, if I may. You're in, Lewis. What do you got? I like this. This, this hurts, but I'm, I can't bet with my heart. I have to bet with the reality. So I like the Eagles um, giving the two and a half. Mm-hmm. I go under on that game. I like um, the Bengals' money line. Okay. And I'll go over on that one. 
Um, I so think you're not was, you're not taking the well. We don't even know what the hell the line is, but you're just going to go Bengals. You don't want to. Oh, so I, I I know what the line is. The line is. But it keeps moving. It keeps moving. No, I'm talking about the Bengals money. You said Bengals money line. You might as well just take yeah. the points because if they get a point or whatever it may be, I mean, it's gonna. There's no difference in it really, right? But they 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 they're not. Well, yeah, you're right. It keeps moving. They're not favorite right now. They're not favorite. They're the underdog. If, so, let's but either way, go, you I'm, want the Bengals to win, so you get this Bengals I'm, money line. Correct. Okay. And then what's your last one? The last one was um, the over on over forty. The over under forty seven and a half. So I'm gonna go over. And what was the what was the under in the Eagles game that you have? Forty six. Okay. All right, Lewis, you're on the record. I got it. No, thank you for the call and thank you for the kind words. We appreciate checking in. No caller. Now there haven't been many. And whenever a guy's just call and I say you want to do the perfect parlay, sure. No caller has yet to hit a parlay, whether it be a two-teamer, three, four, whatever. We've had enough, more than a handful. No caller has hit a perfect parlay yet. Right now, the standings are, I have 81, where most of that damage was done early on in the year. Fleegs is at 61. Most of that damage was done last week. Marco was at 55. So everybody's, if they're within striking distance now. And this week will increase the value of the perfect parlay. So we figured out what the rules were going to do. last The wild card round and the divisional round, in addition to the perfect parlay, you have the money line parlay, which can net you an extra 20 points. That's what Fleegs hit last week as well as the parlay. So he's good to go. And this week, because you can't do that with the money lines, it's only two teams, so it doesn't really make much sense. What we could do is increase the value because it's championship week where we add 10 points to whatever parlay you pick. Four-teamer is usually worth 40. That's going to be worth now 50 points. Two-teamer is now worth 30 points, you know, and, and so on. That's how we could add this week. And then for the Super Bowl, we have to do a whole other thing where maybe we get some props involved and all that. But either way, coming down to the wire here with just three games left, obviously two weeks left, Championship Sunday and then Super Bowl Sunday. And we are within, well, Marco even is less than 30 points of each other. So anything could happen in the perfect parlay standings. And, hey, maybe Lewis hits, and he could become the winner. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets have acquired... Mike Piazza from the Florida Marlins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Salakata back on The Fan. It's time for the perfect parlay. Championship Weekend Edition. Here I go. Here I go. I love that song. You a big Shoop fan, Marco? You familiar with uh, Salt and Pepper Shoop? Is I that am. Yeah, all right. I know Fleegs is too that young I do for like. that. 
All right. Shoot, I love that. Um, by the way, before we get into the perfect parlay, and I'm going to go first this week. Both you guys cashed in a little bit last week. I was the loser, so I'm going to go first this week, and then you guys can pick it up after that. But uh, did you hear – I didn't hear you were in the closet, so I'm just going to tell you, Marco. Well, that's easy. Stewart in Brooklyn says that he likes the ultimate warrior more than Hulk Hogan. There's no way you would tell me you're a warrior guy over Hogan, are you? I wasn't a huge warrior guy, but I would take him over Hogan because I hated Hogan. What the hell? No! I hated no! Hogan. I'm a bad guy, Sal. I don't like the good guys. I hated Hogan. You were a Piper guy? Uh, yeah, not so much. I was a r- savage guy. Now, I know he went good and bad. I hated when he had a team up with Hogan. It made me nuts. What? That's the greatest it. thing ever, the Mega Powers. Hate it. Sucked. Well, come on. That's the greatest storyline ever. Nah. Lust I, in your eyes, when he, bro. Well, I was going to say, when he flipped on yeah. him, yes. Absolutely. Well, well WrestleMania was, 5, I mean, Mega Powers explode, the well, greatest thing ever. Yeah, but the fact that Hogan had to be there for four, and he had to be in the ring when Savage won, yeah. and it's still part of it, that was that was Hogan. I hated it. Yeah, but without Get the hell Hogan, out of here. you know, it's, it's, Get it's the like, hell out of here. Oh, wasn't your time. Move along. How do you not, Marco? We're the same age. How do you not love the Hulks when he picked the giant? Because up I don't and root for the I don't root for the good guy. I root for the bad guy. I wanted Andre the Giant to win. Get out of here! I don't root for the good guy. What kind of kid were you? Uh, black-hearted like I am as an adult. Rooting for Andre the Giant. I mean, I could see if you tell me you liked Piper because you thought it was entertaining. Or Piper, I didn't love Piper. Uh, he was okay, but he was all. I, I didn't love his in the ring. He was just all talk. Were you? Were roughly the same age, or are you yeah. one year older? I got a year on you. Yeah, okay, you, so you bring I'm, that up. A lot. I'm just curious, when, like when you got in, because I would. I, I've since done a little history on it, so like I know a little bit about WrestleMania one and two, but really I started around three eighty seven. Yeah, yeah. I always say I'm an expert from eighty seven to ninety two. When did you get it? Uh, right there. I'm okay. with you hundred percent. So we're in the same like DiBiase coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with Virgil and all that. Yeah, and- the Hogan where the the double referees where they had plastic surgery where they screwed Hogan out of the oh, belt God. on Saturday yeah, Night Man was, event. Yeah, I remember watching that. I forget yeah. it's not the guy's name, but yeah. Oh, uh, Dave Hebner or Earl, Earl Hebner. Hebner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they, they were twins. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. No, there. He paid off the referee. Yeah, that I, again. That that's it's my, a great story. That's line. my wheelhouse, right? And I, I always kind of joke. I got out of it somewhere after WrestleMania, like seven or eight. Yeah, I think what it was same. eight, maybe. Dude, exactly. And it the wasn't because everybody was like, "Oh, well, you got older." And it's like, no, no, no. The storyline sucked. I always kind of called it the Doink the Clown era. Right. Like I just didn't care. There was a lot of stuff like Crush against Doink. I don't care. Right. You know. So there was a lot of stuff that I just kind of lost Hogan, interest. Plus, like Hogan went for me. I think after he left, I. Checked out, didn't care, and then everybody started going to the you know WCW, whatever. But and I tried to come back a little bit, but I think I was out too long. Like I watched some of the stuff, and I wasn't going to pay for the pay per view when I was right. I didn't have any money well, that was 18. that was another like one I, of those de scrambles things. Uh, we used to actually no, I didn't have. Oh, that. you paid? I, huh? had to, I had to beg my father to pay for it, and then I would tape it on the VHS and keep them all. Sometimes so them somewhere. Sometimes the original, like the seven o'clock showing, whatever the original one would come scrambled, and then the replay would come clean. But that would be a problem because you're looking forward to the whatever, the original show. When you're nine years old and you're staying up until 2 o'clock in the morning? Would it no, be nice I to just, hang out in the Lakata household? Know, like 11, like, well, you know how it would go right into the next one? Yeah, my parents didn't care. What are you kidding me? They go right, <laughs> you know, sorry, say it's supposed to start at 7 and goes to 10 and then it all of a sudden it picks up and I'm like, oh, now this one goes on? Anyway, I used to love that. All right, should we do the perfect parlay? Yeah, how can you hate Hulk Hogan? Hated him. I can't focus on the perfect parlay when you hate hated the Hulkster. Hard Foundation, Legion of Doom, hated it. Anybody who was a good guy hated it. Made, made me nuts. You're weird. All right. Um, Aware. I'm at 81 uh, point, points on the year. Fleeks is at 61, just now 20 points behind. Closing oh, wow, the gap right last there. week. Yeah, because remember last week he had 30. Oh, oh what did he, he drop? Like 40 something points last week? I think so. 20. No, he had 20 something because he hit that money line parlay plus the three with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Got him from 38 to 61. Either way, so right now I'm at 81. Fleeks is at 61. 
and you are at 55 within striking distance. I am going to do the honors this week because I didn't cash out anything uh, last week. Maybe just hit the three-pointer with the Eagles, as a matter of fact, which we'll start with them. I love the Eagles here. I've been torn all week on these games. Look, it's tough games. Uh, Truth be told, I took it on the chin on Sunday to a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't make picks. I can't. It was a bloodbath on Sunday. I love the Bills. I love the Cowboys. Oh, it was a painful one. So I was a little scared, but I'm feeling more confident as the week goes on here. And I do think the Eagles are just the better team. I like the Niners all year long. And this is where I get myself in trouble. I was on the Niners and Cowboys all year long. I even said as recently as last Sunday that whoever wins that game is going to the Super Bowl. And now I don't feel that way because the Eagles were impressive Saturday. I think at some point, the rookie quarterback play is going to catch up with the Niners. They didn't impress me against the Cowboys. It was more Dallas made mistakes. Niners didn't make the mistakes. Dallas did. And also they were lucky, the Niners, because a couple of balls that got tipped that could have been intercepted were not. San Francisco really had one good drive late in that game where they ran the ball down the Cowboys' throat to put that game away. So I wasn't impressed with the Niners. Much I like Kyle Shanahan and that offense. I think the Eagles' defense is too good, and they will turn over Brock Purdy at home, that atmosphere. Give me the Eagles in the first game, minus the two and a half. And in the second game, you know, this is one of those where I'm going to let the public dictate where I go again. And my initial thought after that game where I had the Bills against the Bengals was the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. That was my initial thought. And I feel like that's where everybody is going. Bengals, 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 Bengals. Mahomes banged up, Bengals, Bengals. I'm going to go with Kansas City in this game. And I'm going to get the dream matchup of Andy Reid and the Chiefs versus his former team, Nick Sirianni with the punchable face and the Eagles. Chiefs right now are minus one on Superbook, so that is the line we are going to use. I got the Eagles minus two and a half, Kansas City and Mahomes. And I don't think Mahomes, while he might be limited to a certain extent, I don't think it's going to be that impactful on his game to a point where it's going to change my pick. I'm looking at him as basically the same. They could run the football a little bit, still obviously have weapons, can use Kelsey. And I know the Bengals are great, and I love Joe Burrow, and I think eventually he's going to get his Super Bowl, maybe multiple. I just don't. I'm not going to go with the obvious to me, which everybody off of that win against Buffalo is going to go with the Bengals. So give me Kansas City and the Eagles. And then Fleegs and I talked about it, Marco. I think we're going to do one money line bet that you love for the three-point. So just pick one game for three points this week. So for me, I'm going to go the Eagles. I think the Eagles win. That's my money line pick for the additional three points. Remember, parlays are worth uh, an additional 10 points this week as well. So the 40 is worth 50, 20 is worth 30, 30 is worth 40. You know how that works. So I'm going with just the two-team parlay, Eagles minus two and a half, Chiefs minus one, and then the Eagles on the on the money line. You can go second. Uh, there's not a whole lot that I'm going to add to this, unfortunately, because you and I are in lockstep with the Eagles. Look, I, I know I said I took the Giants last week. The Eagles, I, I assumed that they were a little banged up and it was a good spot to prime to kind of get picked off because I thought they would play poorly. They played well, and I do think that there's another level for them to play. And I think the 49ers, as well as they have played and as hot as they're coming in, I don't like Brock Purdy going into Philadelphia. I feel like he will make him say, and he wasn't great last week. Let's be fair. That was the Cowboys kind of handing San Francisco the game. And I do think the Niners could run the ball. I think they could score more points mm-hmm. than they did against Dallas. 
but I don't know if they can slow the Eagles down. And the Eagles, if they get out in front, that pass rush against Purdy can be very, very scary. The Eagles are an out front type of team. They get up on you by double digits, they will bury you in a heartbeat. So I do like the Eagles at home. So give me the Eagles. I'm with you on the Chiefs. I, I hmm. didn't like the Chiefs because I thought Mahomes would be really, really, really limited. I'm buying the bait that he's not as hurt. And more importantly, and in my brain, I'm going, they are going to shoot him up with so much stuff that I feel like he's going to be able to move around a little right. bit. And he's not going to have to fly around. He's just going to have to be able to manipulate the pocket. Because it's not like, well, if he gets out of the pocket, that's where he hurts you. Mahomes will hurt you any way he does it. Right. It doesn't matter. You keep him in there, you lock him in the pocket, he's still going to carve you up if you give him time. So I feel like they will give him enough that he can move around a little bit. And I think the Bengals are a little too high on themselves walking into this game. So I do like the Chiefs as well. Same thing on the money line. I'm going to take the so Chiefs. You're, you're doing I'm going to take the Chiefs instead of the, the Eagles to be a little bit different than you. And what I'm going to try to do, because I'm behind. Now, we can add in the over-unders. Well, right, to make it a three this, or four team. This is as simple as this. I know what I think it's 46 and a half and 48. I forget even which ones are there. I don't care. Give me the over on both. I feel like So you are going 14 parlay Let's give it a shot. Okay. Let me see if I can catch Sal at the uh, last grasp at the uh, And you're taking the, the overs Give me the over on, on both. both. Right and, now it is at 46 and a half. For the uh, Niners and Eagles, and it is at 48 for the Bengals and the Chiefs. So give me the over on both, and give me the Chiefs for that money line for the extra three points. All right, look at that, Marco. Since we have the same two teams, but I'm going two team parlay: Eagles, Chiefs. Marco goes Eagles, Chiefs, and then both overs. And we differ on the money line. Fleegs, you had the most successful weekend last week. That is why you go last here. What do you got for us? So in the first game, I'm also laying the points with the Eagles. I think if one thing can go wrong, yes, the Niners can run uh, or the the Niners can run on the Eagles. Eagles run defense has been a little bit shaky. Christian McCaffrey is going to play. He clearly doesn't look like he's 100%. I know they have Mitchell. I know they can use Debo in there. I think if the one thing that can go wrong in this game, really wrong for either team, it's Brock Purdy against the Eagles pass right. rush. So I think the Eagles are the safer choice here. They're at home. Neither one of these teams has faced great defenses in their runs a lot of this season. The Niners are doing it with a rookie quarterback. Look, the rookie quarterbacks that have made it to the conference championship game, they're 0-4. I don't think Brock Purdy, as great as this Niners team is, is going to be the one that gets over that hump because the Eagles, I said it last week when I picked them in the money line against the Giants, and the only reason I took the points was because I was scared. Well, is Jalen Hurts really banged up? You saw after the first drive. He's good to go. The Eagles are a team that people have been underrating all year. The Niners are as good as we say. The Eagles are right there with them. They can match on the offensive line. They have the pass rush. They have defense. The Eagles are a very good football team. They're going to the Super Bowl. Two of my parlay legs here, Eagles minus two and a half. And I like the under in this game, under 46 and a half. I think it's a defensive struggle. I think you're looking at a 19-17, you know, maybe 21-20 to 20 type of game. I think the Niners' offense especially will struggle against the Eagles. I guess my, more of my pick would be like 23-19. Are you I'm good with the numbers? With the you normally bet over-unders? No, I usually stay away from What those. about you, Marco? No, I'm not a big Yeah, me neither. I never do the over-unders. Interesting. Fleas, I thought, was more you know, This one I actually yeah. like. Like There okay. are you know, a few times a year where I jump in. This would be one of them. So I'm going to say the Eagles win by about a field goal, and it's low scoring. My money line pick will be the Eagles, and this is where we're going to start to differ. I am taking the Bengals. I don't care if they're plus a couple points. I don't care if they're laying a couple points. 
this is a matchup that every team has that one kryptonite. The Bengals are the Chiefs' kryptonite. I love betting the Chiefs in parlays and teasers, not laying the points with them because they don't cover the big numbers historically the last few years. I like betting on them in the playoffs, just not against the Cincinnati Bengals. Lou Anarumo, the Staten Island guy, has figured out a way to not completely contain this Chiefs offense, but slow them down more than most. The Bengals have the better defense talent-wise going in. Patrick Mahomes might be able to walk to the podium. Yes, he's going to be shot up with something before the game. You've heard I've heard Boomer say it all week. Other guys who have dealt with a high ankle sprain. 60 minutes of game time, three hours of real time, playing on that sprained ankle, having to flush out of the pocket, move around, make plays. I think eventually it's going to have an impact. Mm. Even though Patrick Mahomes is the closest thing to a non-human we have playing the game of football, at some point that human body is going to show up. It's going to cause him problems. Maybe he doesn't feel it, but it's going to affect him. And the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs the last few years when Patrick Mahomes is at 100% three in a row. I think the Bengals are confident. They know how to beat this team. They know they can beat this team. I think the Bengals go into Arrowhead again, beat the Chiefs, and go to the second consecutive Super Bowl. All right. So Three-teamer or no? Or four? Well, three legs. I'm not playing the over-under in this game. So it's Bengals plus the point, Eagles minus the two and a half, and the under 46 and a half in... Eagles Niners. Unfortunately, we won't get the Eagles versus Andy Reid Super Bowl, which honestly, because they've each won since then, not as fun as it could have been a couple years ago. Yeah, but still, I just like the storyline. I mean, it'd be better if we were in Philadelphia and that storyline happened, but I like the storyline. I'm nostalgic like that, thinking back to Reid. So we have... We need the Eagles. It's the, a- it's the AFC game. Yeah, right. right. We need the... If the if Eagles, the Eagles, Eagles lose, it doesn't matter. But if they lose, then... Then all eyes on the AFC Conference Championship game. Because somebody's walking out of that a winner. If the Eagles lose, it doesn't matter because nobody can cash out. If the Eagles win, then it's, I mean, Fleeks could take over first place. You and I, Marco, uh, you could take over Fleeks. Mm-hmm. So you could get in right, second place. come down to the over and the under. Right. Well, actually, you're right. Marco could hit the parlay, too. So everybody's in, in a good spot here. You could leapfrog Fleeks, or you could potentially catch me because you got those extra over-unders. I need to cash this one out here. You guys have been... Closing the gap. I haven't hit anything since, I think, Thanksgiving, for goodness sake. I've been hot. I had week 18 and the divisional round. Right. Because I'm crawling along. I'm just kind of, like, gimping. And you I, keep I need going one. for these four-teamers. Uh, I hit little parts of it. I, yeah. I, need it. I need a big week. That's what you get for rooting for Andre the Giant and WrestleMania three. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 